Hey, it's Shantia B, and you're listening to the Industry Insider Podcast. And on this episode, I'm so excited because <laughs> I have on-air reporter Amina Smith here with me. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. No problem. I'm so I'm really excited to have you because one, I know your schedule's crazy. Yes. I had to fly literally right yes. after this. <laughs> right after this. And then another one I think it was so important to have you on and because obviously we know like the entertainment industry mm-hmm. they always say like you can't build like friendships and relationships with people mm-hmm. that are in the same field as you right and I'm totally not with that yeah. I'm like I don't believe that at all right so I really felt it important to have another on air talent here Absolutely. with me we can just get into it and yes. everything so how is life for you? Oh my God, life is so crazy right now. I'm going through so many different transitions between working so many events for BET, gearing up to do stuff back in Chicago. I just got engaged, so I'm like planning everything. So like everything like, at once. <laughs> it's like literally everything hit me in July from all angles. Wow. And I mean, in a good way, just like, I'm just trying to take it all in, trying to get everything in order, trying to organize everything, but still kind of get everything, you know, all on one page. So yeah. how did the engagement, how did that go? Oh, how did you find child. Let him break So me and my fiance, like I can't you say it. Now you got the handle yeah. of fiance. <laughs> fiance. We went to Costa Rica with a couple of our friends, like some of our friends from college. And um, one night we went out to dinner, came back to the house and we had like a pool party and yeah. with our friends and everything. And then all of a sudden he starts to like make a toast. So I'm like, Okay. Toast. I was like, when you start making toast, okay. So I turn around, you know, and I'm like listening to him talk, and then like I see everyone like pull their phones out. So you know, I'm thinking like, dang, like should I Snapchat this? Like, what's going right. on? Like, do I need to get my phone from the room real quick? <laughs> and so then all of a sudden, like you know, he hands his drink to one of my friends, and then I turn around and he's on one knee and he's like, oh, will you marry me? I, wow. I can't cry? even. I, I didn't even cry. You know what's crazy? I didn't cry the day of. I ended up crying on my way to Paris, like the day wow. after. Wow, <laughs> just like on the plane, I, yeah, like. like you know, like cause it was just like you. I was so excited in the moment, and then when I was like on my way to Paris, it's like a seven-hour flight. I'm like looking through my videos from Costa Rica. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I just got engaged. And then I'm like, I'm looking at the video from that night, literally bawling oh. on the plane. I know the man next to me is probably People like, like, is she alright? Is like, she good? Like, like what's going okay? on? <laughs> what's going on here? Like, I had to text my fiance, and I was like, I love you so much like oh. oh we're gonna be so happy I can't wait to plan everything like it was it's still so surreal like even when I talk to like my family like especially like, my little brother he's 17 no he's actually 18 I keep thinking he's 17 because he's so young but <laughs> anyway so he's 18 and he's just like he's like yeah like you're about to get married he's wow. like I can't even believe it because I didn't like I feel like that's for old people and you're <laughs> not really old <laughs> but it was such a great experience like definitely a moment that has been like the highlight not only of of like my summer but just like my life obviously my year so right, it's like that I've been on the cake. yeah I've been like on cloud nine since July 7th so <laughs> <laughs> we actually met in college so uh, I went to University of Miami and um, like he, when he hears this he's gonna deny this story but let me tell y'all <laughs> let me tell y'all the real tea. okay let me tell y'all the real tea so um, we went to school together and um, actually I didn't I actually didn't even know who he was right and so I guess he would see me on campus and um, he ended up uh, sliding in my comments, oh, right? And okay. So, <laughs> okay. And so I was just like, you know, oh, he's pretty cool. And like, we ended up building a friendship, you know, after a while, like after we exchanged numbers and everything. Like, I was actually an intern at Fox that summer. 
And so, like, I would get up at, like, 4 and 5 in the morning for, like, you know, the morning show or do, like, writer's shift, like, 11 p.m. to, like, 9 or whatever. And so he would be up texting me, like, Aww. at these times. I'm like, why are you up? Yeah, like, like, you know? What's going on here? Yeah, like, what's going on? But um, but we ended up having, like, a really great friendship. And then um, my senior year of college is when we actually got together. And then we stayed together ever since. And here we are today about to get married soon. So so backtrack to Paris real quick. So right. Slid that in there real yeah, quick. Yeah, you so, know, real quick. Right. So tell us how you got to Paris. Oh, out man. Forward. It was like crazy because I was, this is, okay, I travel a lot. And so it was like two or three weeks before I was in Morocco with my friends for her, like for my, my friend's birthday. And my producer texts me and she's just like, girl, you're not going to believe this. She's like, yeah, they want you to come to Paris for the Mission Impossible Fallout like world premiere. And so at first I'm like, yeah, right. All right. I'm like, okay, girl, sure, right? And so I'm like, we'll see when I get back to the States, right. like how true this is. And so it ended up actually like being true and it like, you know, came together. Paramount reached out to BET and they wanted me to come out there and cover, you know, the premiere and everything kind of lined up at the right time, you wow. know, and I was able to go out there. I did the press junket. Uh, we were able to do stand-ups in the middle of Paris. Like, it was just, was like, like, so surreal. surreal. Like, it was crazy. And then we did the red carpet, like, literally, like, right in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, the day before, I actually brought my mom out there with me, too. Oh. And um, I wanted my mom, because I had been to Paris not too, like, you know, long before. Actually, I had to go out there for the world premiere. And so I was, like, with my mom, I was like, yeah, let's go see, like, the Eiffel Tower so you can take a picture whatever and so I'm like you know on the platform where people usually take the pictures and they're like building like this thing and I'm like oh my gosh like we can't take pictures right. now and, and I totally it totally didn't dawn on me that the red carpet was gonna be there and so, wow. so I was like look you know you're almost exactly. said you're gonna be right and so there. I Come get on. there like you know the next day to like to show up to the red carpet I'm like oh okay wow. this is what you guys were building right. yesterday like, we're trying to not mind this at all <laughs> but, um, but Paris was a great experience it was my first time traveling like international to cover wow. something. It was my first time doing a world premiere red carpet. Like, it was totally different than anything domestic that I've done. A great experience. I met great people. And it was just, it was awesome. It was literally like a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me, like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And obviously, I'm hoping I can do it again. But it was great. It was phenomenal. Definitely one of the highlights of my summer right after getting engaged. So what do you think, what's the big difference between, like, doing it, like, domestic and, like, international? Um, I would say that maybe it's just, I don't know if there's like a huge difference in terms of just like coverage, but I would just say like, you know, the feeling, like the atmosphere, the energy mm -hmm. around it, you know what I'm saying? Like you go out there and you, you go to do your job, right? right? And it's like, okay, like I've done press junkets before. I've done red carpets before. After a while, it doesn't become like this exciting, like, cause you know the drill, um, you know what's gonna yeah. come. And so like for me, when I went out to Paris, it was more so just like, oh my God, like I'm out here internationally in Paris, gonna interview all of the cast, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, all the stars of the cast, Tom Cruise, wow. Angela Bassett, Henry Cavill. Like it was just like, what? what? Like, <laughs> like what yeah, is life like, right now? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get a one-on-one -on -one with Tom Cruise. Right, like, like, hold on. Like, 
know, yeah, it was just a moment that I really just couldn't even believe. So it wasn't even like the logistics that was different. It was just the content and being there and being around that energy, being around the cast. And they were so gracious. They were so nice. They were just there to really help us and kind of obviously promote the movie, but get that content out there. And it was it was an experience of a lifetime. So entertainment, that's something you wanted to do your entire life or something you built when you got to college? Honestly, I started out in news. So I've done a little bit of everything. So I started out actually in news when I got my first real job on TV. I was a news reporter in Lawrence, Kansas, place I could not even point I'm out about to say that, on the map, child. Like I was, <laughs> I applied to, I want to say over a hundred stations. Wow. And three replied to me. <laughs> wow. One was in West Virginia, the one of course in Lawrence, Kansas, and there was one in Louisiana. I can't even remember what part of Louisiana it was in. That's how like small, small it was. You know, and so I ended up taking my first job there in Lawrence, but um, in news because I felt like that was what I needed to get my foot in the door to be on camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? My goal has always been sports. I love sports. Sports is like pretty much my bread and butter. And then once I left Kansas, I went to Chicago and I worked for the Big Ten Network, which is like a Fox property. And so um, once my contract ended there, I knew someone at BET, like a producer I had worked with in the past. And they were like, hey, like they're looking for like hosts, like you should come in. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I like honestly thought nothing of it. I've never been, you know, drawn to entertainment in terms of like that's my MO or anything like that. But it was literally like everything aligned at the right time, you know, and I was able to come in and uh, start working on the digital show BET Breaks. And that kind of opened the door for me to do red carpet, like things that I've never thought literally never thought about doing like going to a red carpet interviewing DJ Khaled like Lil Kim right and, like, never in my life if you would have told me when I was like 18 year old or years old in college that I was gonna be I'd be like yeah right, right. <laughs> are you thinking I'm the like, same way I'd be like people like five years and I'd be like right you all right exactly you a lie you okay you know and so that was like, it, it really never came across my like sports like I said has always been my thing and you know my focus coming out of school was like I want to work for Fox Sports I want to work for ESPN you know I want to anchor those type of shows and you know getting that opportunity coming across an opportunity like working at BET really did open a lot of doors for me in terms of kind of broadening my horizons you know kind of letting me see that I don't have to only focus on one thing, but I can, you know, be great at doing sports. I can be great at doing news and I can be great at doing entertainment and having fun on the red carpet. Right. So that's kind of how I fell into it. And I think that's such a great point you brought up. I think a lot of the times people just, I want to do on air this, they just want to focus on one aspect and right. not knowing you can go into sports. You There's so many right. different avenues and go into digital. Cause right. I think sometimes people just draw, okay, I just want to do this network and that mm-hmm. network and that's fine. Right. But there's so many other ways you can get to one that can lead you directly to mm-hmm. somewhere else you're to go. And digital is such a huge thing now. Like, especially me coming from a traditional news background, like digital never crossed my mind because, mm-hmm. you know, like in school you're taught, you know, especially when you go into journalism, it's like, you know, you want to get into a star right. market, yeah, you know, exactly. you want to get your experience and then you move up through the market. So like, that's literally how I thought right. everything was going to pan out. And then like, I made a jump from Lawrence, Kansas, which is market. I don't even know what, you know what I'm saying? Right. To working network, which was unbelievable. And then working at another network, which was still unbelievable, you know, but digital right. kind of really opened the door for me to to have that experience right and I always tell people that kind of reach out to me that ask me you know how I got that opportunity or how I got to right. where I am right now it's just like you know you gotta really like get creative 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, because even when I reach out to, to, you know, networks like ESPN or like NBC, like they're getting creative and they see that the move is to digital. Exactly. The move is to social. And now it's IGTV too. Exactly. Like. And that's how you kind of get your foot in the door. It's like, okay, well, if I can't do traditional on air, like there's no problem with doing digital. Exactly. And I think now too, a lot of times people try to find a way to reach out. Do you think... Can people get through doing a cold email anymore? Or now it's just a matter of you really have to know someone within that space to really get your foot in. I feel like cold emails are like, it's tricky. Like you, it depends on the person. Like I always say, shoot your shot. Right. No then, matter what. Cause you, I you, my mom always says that you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you, you do take. not take. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So when I, when I have to send out a cold email, I'm just like, you know what? You answer, you answer, you don't, you don't. That's how I am Right. Too. You know? And so it's just like, I do think it helps when you know someone, when you connect with somebody, like it just makes your chances greater right. and it allows somebody to vouch for you also exactly you know what I'm saying? Think, so that'll help i think sometimes you need like that personal connection as well because mm-hmm. it kind of just not saying like cold emails don't work because right. i've done a, a couple of cold emails and it, there's been a reply right. but it, i think it really depends on like what you're do, putting in the email too because sometimes mm-hmm. you could have three paragraphs and it's like look I had 30 seconds. Tell me what you need to tell me within right. at least three sentences so I know what you need. Mm-hmm. You and know? you want to come off the top strong. You know? Right. Because I'll even get... And it's crazy that... It's crazy that I even get these, like, emails and things like that because in my mind, I'm like, I'm not even where I want to be. Is it but, weird for you? Yeah, like, it, it is. Sometimes it is kind of... I think, like, once I kind of... I want to say maybe, like, a year or two ago as, like, I started getting emails. I started getting DMs and things like that. Right. And at first, I thought it was, like, kind of weird because I was just like, I'm not I even doing my job. Yeah, I'm not right. nobody. But, like, after a while, I start to get them and then you know the more I see them the more I see the difference between people who say they want it and people who really want it you know what I'm saying like I'll have people who like who will reach out to me and say you know oh like hey uh can I get this or you know I need this you know what I'm saying one like you have to be specific you have to be intentional you know right. if you reach out to somebody like I can I'm not about to be like oh hey what's up like right. I don't know you like, like what's going on like, <laughs> like I need to know like what you need how you plan on getting there like are you committed like I need to be able to tell all that from that first email like off the jump I need to know like oh well this person is serious you right. know what I'm saying then like let me find out what's up with you okay like you need some advice okay let me get, let me give you this advice and see what you do with it and then see if like you know if I can connect you to somebody and exactly. I think that's super important when you have an introductory email is that you be intent and that you be specific on what you want in a digital age do you think people should fly in people's DMs or just stick to an email because I feel like it's so yeah. weird now because like sometimes a DM that could be a straight direct mm-hmm. connect because I DM'd you like right, hey what's right, going on right. but sometimes in an email it can get kind of lost right I think there's a certain way to do DMs like I have no problem with people DMing me and asking me for advice. Like, most people will tell you, I will answer you, and I will be like, oh, like, I mean, I might not do it right away. Right, I'm going to get you. I will But I will, you know, I'll get to you, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, I think there's a specific way to do it. Now, this might just be me personally, but, like, when people reach out to me, like I said, I need you to be specific. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, or when people say, like, you know, oh, I'm looking for a mentor. Like, there's been people who have reached out to me, like, at the beginning of my career looking for a mentor and then I started to realize that I was giving away too much of my time to people who weren't really committed to what they wanted what mm. they said they wanted to do right so then it's like okay well now you kind of ruin it for everybody else exactly. it's just like do I want to give my time to somebody that is not serious about their craft exactly you it know? could be that one email right underneath that could really be serious and right. then that person right. messed up and now it's like right and that's like 
that's why I said, you know, if you send a DM, like, I don't think there's personally anything wrong with it, especially because, like, we're moving to such a social kind of age, right. digital kind of age. Like, I find that there is no issue with that. But what I will say is be intent and be specific. Know what you want to get from that person. It's not no, hey, what's up? Right. Or hey, like, sis. yeah, and, I think, oh, and please do not start it with, hey, hey sis. sis. I've gotten a few oh, like, hey, sis. No, please do not start it with, hey, sis. Or, and what I also notice is that people, you know, they, they look for more of what they can take rather than like what they can give or what what a mutual beneficial relationship right. would be. And a I, lot of people are like, you know, hey, do you have the contact for this person? I don't for know. real? I don't, wow. I don't know you like that. Right. It's like you I think that people just need to learn a lot of like just just better etiquette when it comes to reaching out to people, even if it's on social media or via email. Like if like what I would do, like when I reach out to executives and things like that and I want them to connect me with somebody, I'll send my bio, I'll send my reel, and I'll tell them intently like what I'm looking for mm-hmm. specifically, or even just ask them, you know what I'm saying? Hey, like I'm looking for advice on this, I'm looking for information on this. Would you be able to help me or connect me with somebody that might be better fit to give me that information? Exactly. There's a way to do it. And right. I feel like a lot of people are so interested in getting the contact that they forget that that person exists. That mm. person in the middle is a person and they exist. Right. So like you have to be able to have a dialogue or have an actual relationship with that person before you try to get to other people. Exactly. And they overlook that. Right. So I think that that's very important. So like when you reach out for the DMs and all of that other stuff, just make sure you're yeah. doing it the right, right way. Because right. <laughs> I mean, that'll literally make or break, break. you. Because then people will just remember like I've had people that I work with in the industry and I, they'll tell me like I'll say oh yeah I got a DM from this person they'll be like oh that person oh yeah no girl you don't want to answer that DM oh wow and it, it happens yeah you know what I'm saying when you when you when you put yourself out there in a certain light and you look unprofessional or you know you you might be asking the wrong questions or your approach might be wrong right you know what I'm saying then it's like because the industry is so small it's just like exactly. everybody's gonna, gonna know, know you know what I'm saying right. so it's just kind of like it happens like you'd be surprised but people will slide in the DMs and they'd be like oh girl child don't answer that DM <laughs> wow <laughs> and you know what too I think of that in the digital age the people see social media and they see the mm-hmm. highlight reel and mm-hmm. not the whole oh my God. stuff in between so like what have you dealt with like girl. personally like throughout this whole journey that people may not know I done heard so many no's <laughs> more no's than Deborah Cox child okay so like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm just like it's it's crazy I mean like and, and I think about it sometimes and I'll even look at my Instagram page and I'm like, damn, it look like I'm doing good, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, right. but it's like, but people don't know that, you know, like when I first started out, over a hundred emails, over a hundred reels that I've sent out and three people, people got back to me. That's crazy. Three people. Even now with me being at the level where, you know, I'm able to work network, people still tell me no. People still tell me, oh, like, I think you need experience, a little bit more experience here. You need to really? tighten up. Yeah, yeah. what? Girl. Wow. Girl, chat. Like, I and feel like you're, like, so, like, established, you oh, know? And you, but, you know, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's certain things that people, and I, and, I'm, and me as a journalist and just as an on-air host and even just as a 
person like I have to understand it it's not that you know I might not be good at what I do and it's hard you know it's hard at oh, first yeah. to understand that it's like you know you're asking yourself like dang like I know I'm working hard like but I know I'm critiquing myself and you know I'm doing the right thing and it's just like I feel like everybody's telling me no everybody's telling me I'm not good enough and then you start to believe, believe that. that right you start you're to like wait hold on like am yeah. I like what's going on and here? like sometimes I mean even now in my career like I have to take a step back and be like you know what like, I just need to chill. I'm just not that person. You know, I'm just not for that job. You right. know what I'm And I lean a lot on my faith where I'm just like, you know, if God wanted that door to be open, that door would be I'm open the same for exact me. Way and, and, it's like, and it's hard to it accept is. that sometimes because, you know, you like I said, you might be fixed on being at a certain network or being at a certain outlet or being at a certain event and that door gets shut and you're just like, damn. Wow. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. You're, like, you're nah. like, man, like, I know I've been working. I've been working my butt off. I've been hustling. I've been doing my nine to five. My five to nine and then you know I ain't sleeping at night you know what I'm saying and it's just it's it's a struggle and I think a lot of people especially with TV and being on air they see a lot of the glitz and glamour exactly this is a hard Hard job. job it's hard it's hard just not only you know in terms of just like you know applying yourself but it's hard on your spirit sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard on your confidence sometimes but I think that if this is the career that you really want or this is the field that's really for you, you'll build the thick skin. And things will just bounce off of you sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even now, like, sometimes I'll get a no. I'll be like, you know what? All right, whatever. Right. You know, like... I'm, it's cool. I'm getting better with that. I'm right. Like, okay, and it takes, for me. It's right. like, I'm getting better with it. At first, I'd be like, oh, why? Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just like, okay. And it takes a while because especially if it's, if it's like a gig or a job or, you know, a slot that you really, really want. want. Girl, yes. I yes. mean, like, it's just like, and you're just like, dang, I'm doing all the right things. Like, did I do this? Did I make sure I said this? Did I make literally. sure I, I Like, that's how I Man, am. Yeah. That's literally how I am. And it's just like. You overthink like, so much and it's like it drives you crazy. I, I was actually having a conversation. My friend, uh, my line sister, actually, she is a, uh, a reporter in Austin. And um, she's going for, like, the anchor job and you know like we were talking about it and we were talking about how similar we are because she was like panicking like I watched the live stream and I'm just like girl you killed it I was like what are you talking about I was like she was like I messed up here and I messed up here I was like Destiny if you do not nah. do, if you don't sit down somewhere <laughs> but you know what and then I realized when the when the situation was flipped and I had her watch something that I was doing you know that I was like a job that I wanted and she was like you did great like oh my god like I love it I was like no they're not gonna like me I was like but sometimes you could be your own worst critic. Yes, yeah, and and I believe I am. I, I am. I, I am absolutely my worst critic because I'm so hard on myself. But like, I want to make sure that when I do an interview, you know, when I do a piece for somebody, that I'm giving them three hundred percent. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to come prepared. I want to make sure it's nothing that anybody could say about. Oh, she didn't do this, or she didn't read this. Yep. And I don't want no type of comments right. after. I don't want right. anything. So that's why, like, I always say, you know, make sure you're the hardest working person. Person, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. in the room and I like that's always my motto but it's also sometimes like my kind of downfall because I'm such a perfectionist I'm just like right. I have to do this do I have this, to do right. this right and exactly. then I have to take a step back and yeah. just you know Saw it out, bring it down like. a notch just bring it down a notch yes watching your journey has been so inspiring yeah. and it's so great to watch Thank and I'm so you. excited for you what do you have planned Oh, man. Well, I'm still working on some stuff with BET. We have Black Girls Rock coming up. Uh, We shoot that. Actually, I shoot that, I think, August 26th. I'm going to be doing that. Flying back to Chicago to work on some stuff out there for football that's coming up this season. Basketball is coming up. 
Girl, I'm gonna be flying all over oh, the place. place. <laughs> oh, my frequent fly like look, okay. Look. I'm like at a solid thousand. Look, no, no. <laughs> I am just like gold member. Y'all wanna put me in priority? Thank you. Right. Okay, can I get an upgrade real quick? <laughs> That's literally my life is literally I live on a I make the joke that like O'Hare and like LaGuardia have like a hotel room for me inside <laughs> of the terminal. Not if I be there like all the time. I'm literally at one point I was running into the same TSA agent. Like it was it was crazy. He really? was just like, "Are you flying out again?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. no big deal." I was like, "I'll see you guys next week." <laughs> that is so funny. But yeah, I have so much coming up that I'm excited about. You know, I feel like I'm getting into a new season in my life and my career, and I'm just ready to attack it head on. But last question: What advice would you have given to yourself just starting out in your Ooh. career that you wish you knew now I would say to be open one to be open two it'll be alright you know I feel like when you first start out you're panicking because if you're looking around you especially with social media now you're looking around you and you're like well my friend just got picked up at a job here and my friend just got picked up at a job here how come I'm not getting a job at a starter market or whatever just relax you will be fine. I mean, like a lot of, even like a lot of young girls that reach out to me, they're like, you know, I've applied to like, you know, the funny thing is like the 10 or 20 stations. I'm like, girl, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to kick it up a notch. <laughs> like I had an Excel spreadsheet. Time that yeah. Times that like, three real yeah, quick. I'm yeah, I'm like, I've had an Excel spreadsheet, but like, yeah, I would tell myself oh, wow. that, you know, like it, it'll be okay. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna get told no. People are gonna reject you, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to be so confident, and it's hard. It's mm -hmm. easier said than done, but be so confident in your work ethic and what you bring to the table that you know, you're not even worried about it. You right. know what I'm saying? And so it's just, that would probably be the biggest thing for me. Just just to relax. It'll be okay. Take it one step at a time. time. You know, just take it one step at a time. Well, thank you so much for being on thank this episode. Thank you for having me. Man, you here longer? I, I know, this is fun. a lot of fun. I like to run my mouth, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I have you back. I gotta do like a whole like full sentence. <laughs> thank you guys, it's Shantia B. And Amina Smith. And you're <laughs> listening to the Industry Insider Podcast.